Hello everyone, it's Jen here, and I am finally back to do another episode of my podcast. And today, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different than what I usually do. Usually, like in my past podcast episodes, I've talked about like BTS and music. But today, I'm actually going to be doing a movie review, which to be honest, I didn't think I'd ever do. But I recently saw a movie that was so good that I just have to talk about it, and that is Spider-Man No Way Home. For the past two weeks since I've seen this thing, oh, I cannot stop thinking about it. I cannot stop thinking about how good it was. Just, oh my god, and I have to review it. I usually don't review movies, but for this one specifically, I just have to talk about this. Um, So basically, I'm just gonna briefly talk about the movie a little bit, some of the stuff I really liked, and That's basically it, because I really don't know how to do a movie review, but I just want to talk about my thoughts about this thing, because damn, I really, really, really liked it. So, basically, um, this review is going to have spoilers, so if you haven't seen this movie yet, please don't watch this video. Don't watch it, because I don't want you to get spoiled by this thing. Come back to this when you have seen the movie, so you won't be spoiled. Anyways, let me get started. Um, basically, to start off this review, um, for me with Spider-Man, I've always really liked the character. Um, I really wasn't into Spider-Man as like a kid. I don't know why. Obviously, I knew who Spider-Man was, but I just didn't know about like I wasn't really watching the movies or like the TV shows or anything. And then I watched Civil War. Because uh, I was already into the MCU, but not really Spider-Man. And then, obviously, they introduced Tom Holland into that. And I just loved it so much. I'm like, oh my god, wait. Am I into Spider-Man now? <laughs> Is it finally happening? And then after that, I think... I believe I probably did go back to watch the other movies in, you know, the franchise and everything. And, like, I really did fall in love with this character. I even started reading some of the comic books. Uh, I fell in love with Spider-Man as with everyone else. And I really have loved uh, this MCU trilogy a lot. I really liked Homecoming. I really liked Far From Home as well. And I really knew that it was leading to something special with the third movie. Obviously, where Far From Home ends off with Peter's identity identity being revealed, which hasn't really been done before, I think, in any of the movies. So it was a big thing, and the implications from it would be like absolutely crazy to see what would happen. And obviously there was kind of a scare that went on when, if you know, Spider-Man's distributing rights are owned by Sony. And there was a disagreement with Sony and Disney because Disney owns Marvel. And then, you know, Spider-Man has to be in the MCU. The MCU is like Marvel Studios, which is owned by Disney. And they couldn't really come to a deal. So there was a period of time where we didn't think we were going to get this third film. And that, you know, Tom Holland's Spider-Man just wasn't, gonna be a thing anymore in the MCU and we were like oh my god but then they thankfully came with a deal came out with a deal and now Spidey's here to stay it seems like in the MCU which is just great and then we get this third film and my god the anticipation for this thing not just for me like the whole world was crazy over the past year just the speculatory 
things that people were thinking about this thing and the news that was coming out that the multiverse was going to be involved that like Doctor Strange is going to be in it like old villains as soon as we knew that like old actors were coming back to play the villains we were like this is going to be special like something crazy is going to happen here and I can say yes it does so anyway like the anticipation for this thing was like honestly at the levels of like endgame I feel like people were just craving this movie and I definitely was too maybe not as much as others but yes this was definitely on my mind the whole year and you know when the when the trailers came out I was like oh my god this looks insane and the movie's finally here and I can say my god I think this I can't even believe I'm saying this I think this is my favorite Spider-Man movie ever and I love Spider-Man 2 a lot of people consider Spider-Man 2 the best one of the best superhero movies of all time. I think this tops it for me. Although I've only seen it once, but maybe I do maybe I should rewatch No Way Home to really judge it, but as of right now, I think it's like maybe tied with Spider-Man 2 for me. It was that good. I think this film just delivered so many things. It really developed Tom Holland in this. It really just just really cemented him as like a true he's spider-man in this and i will go into the reasons as to why but oh my god just so many things in this movie so many special things as well first of all let me say tom holland this oh my god incredible incredible he really brought everything to this movie he i mean he was great he's always been great to me um a lot of people kind of hate on him a little bit no he's he's amazing do not hate on tom please 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 no 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 my precious boy (laughs) he brought so much heart into this movie so much the emotion oh my god the scenes some certain scenes in this movie that he just deals with absolute shit were so well done and you could really feel for him uh certain scenes that i'll get to a little later just like i it's kind of hard for me to cry during movies i pretty much cried during this it was that emotional and just just seeing him really i guess mature is the word like i mean the character like the character of peter parker mature in this which is such an amazing sight to see and so many people have been wanting that a lot of the complaints with at least the past two films and just kind of this portrayal of peter in the mcu is that he isn't like really spider-man he has he's kind of like the term that people use a lot is iron man jr because of the whole tony stark thing how he has stark tech and he's a lot he has a little too much support with him obviously the avengers and you know other superheroes do exist in, in this universe and everything and he has all his friends and stuff um and people were kind of complaining about that they're like oh we kind of want like peter to do more on his own we really want him to like be spider-man and my god that that happens in this film guys it happens. He goes through a beating. And that's kind of what the character of Peter Parker is about. He's relatable because he goes through so many trials and tribulations that so many people can relate to. And my god, in this one, I mean, maybe some of the things in this movie are, like, very extreme, but yeah. Like, the themes of loss, the themes of responsibility. I mean, obviously, a Spider-Man, the biggest quote in the whole franchise is, is with great power comes great responsibility, which I will bring up again, but you can definitely feel that with Tom. Obviously, I love Zendaya in this as MJ. 
obviously the two of them are dating in real life, which makes their relationship all the more believable and special in this. Oh, I love seeing them together, and they were so cute. Oh my god, I I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, also, obviously, Ned in this, played by Jacob Batalon, love him as well, always loved him. The three, the trio, they had a lot to do in this film. Their chemistry was great. I, I loved it. I loved it so much, especially at the beginning of the film. It's very fast-paced, but I like that because of the urgency of the situation. Like, Peter's identity just got revealed to the world, and he's trying to figure out shit. And not only is his life being ruined, his friends' lives are being ruined. So that's why, you know, there's this whole thing that happens, which I kind of... I guess I couldn't really relate to. They were trying to get into MIT for college. They were they're seniors, and they didn't get in because of the whole controversy. And that's what gets Peter to go to Doctor Strange and do the spell, because Ned and MJ don't get in. And he feels absolutely horrible about that. And that's why he goes to the spell, and the spell gets effed up, as we know. Um, so, like, just the amount of care that he has for people in this is very very special and obviously with the villains i will get to the villains but the fact that he wants to try to cure them it just it's a very peter parker thing and i it feels natural to me everything about peter's character just like i said it felt natural it was a natural progression it was a great progression and i really really liked it okay the villains oh my gosh obviously you guys know they have five villains they could have had six what about the sinister sticks come on like we were so close i was hoping maybe We'll see Venom. I mean, with Venom, I'll say it right now. They have a post credit scene with Venom, but he actually isn't really in the movie. But, like, uh, seeing these old villains, especially, especially Willem Dafoe as Doc Ock, and, like, you know, Jamie Foxx as Electro, and my God, seeing Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin in this movie, I mean, he is, like, just the star of this. He is the star. He just, like, Oh my god, he's he's a scene stealer in this movie. He just is menacing. If you remember him from the first Spider-Man film, the Raimi film, he he was he was very menacing in that, but I feel like he wore his costume too much. He wore his mask too much, and it kind of like got in the way of his performance a little bit. I mean, he was still great, but in this, he really doesn't he only has the mask on for the first like, I don't know, like 10 minutes, and then oh, he just goes absolutely ham. Just the transitions of him from, you know, normal Norman Osborn to the crazy Green Goblin are nuts. There is a certain scene in here. Oh, by the way, one of the things I really wanted them to do with this Peter Parker was kind of improve on his Spidey sense because I love that about Spider-Man. They did so much of that in this movie. And there is a scene where all the villains are in Happy Hogan's apartment and then everything's going well, like, Peter is, like, you know, trying to fix them and everything, and everything's going, like, grand and dandy, and then all of a sudden, he gets, like, he, the spidey sense happens, and, like, the whole, like, room, like, freezes around him, and everyone's like, what the hell's going on, and that scene gave me chills. Holy crap. I, I think that's probably, like, one of my favorite scenes of the, of the movie, and, He's like, man, you gotta run. Because he knew that Green Goblin was just gonna go absolutely ape shit. And he does. And you see him. And he, I don't remember what he says, but whatever he said, I was like, oh my god. And the fight he has with Peter. The fights. Well, multiple fights. Like, they're just absolutely punching each other and slamming each other through floors. Oh my god. It was crazy. I couldn't even believe I was seeing. And just... And then just for more spoilers... 
Aunt May dies in this, and I'll get to that a little later, and obviously Peter is just filled with rage. I don't think I've ever seen Peter Parker more angry in my life than this portrayal that Tom Holland was doing. And at the end of the film, because Green Goblin's the one that kills May, he just goes absolutely ham on him. He's, like, punching him in the face, like, over and over, and, like, he's just laughing. Willem's just laughing. He's like, ah, I'm like, this is insane. Oh, my God. Anyway, going to Aunt May, that was one of the things I was kind of spoiled about. Unfortunately, I didn't really... I was kind of disappointed. I really didn't want to know. Fortunately, I did, but that did not ruin this this moment for me. I mean, it was, oh gosh, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like when Mufasa dies in The Lion King, and then Simba's like, "Hey, get up, get up!" It was literally like that. And with as I and meant, oh my god, I can't talk. As I mentioned earlier, with the with great power comes great responsibility line. Basically, Aunt May is this universe's Uncle Ben. She's the one that delivers the line to him, and the delivery of the line is so meaningful because, like, you know, what Peter is... Peter is using his gift of generosity to help the villains out no matter how much he hates them, and he, you know, he, you know, he shouldn't let them die, and, and she's like, you have, like, this gift and this responsibility to help people, and just the way she says it is just... I think it's the best way it's the best use of that line I think ever done in my opinion it was just it was just so emotional and then obviously the thing the funny thing was with May is that she was just like she gets hit with the glider by the way and then the one of the pumpkin bombs goes off as well so you think she probably would have died instantly no she gets up as if like nothing happened she's a little like you know shocked and everything but then it takes like a good minute for Peter realize, oh my god, she's like bleeding like profusely, and then yeah, she she dies, and oh, Tom Holland, seeing Tom Holland cry like that, and him screaming for help, and just the whole scene where you see like Happy Hogan like drive up to this is his apartment complex by the way, just seeing all the shit that happened, and like like I guess the SWAT was there, and then he's yelling and everything's on fire, like it was so emotional and then there's a scene right after that where it's raining and then peter is just you see his face i think this is in the trailers and you see his face and it's all like battered up and it's like there's rain and there's probably also tears coming down his face and you see like j jonah jameson oh by the way um jk Simmons plays him again as you guys know probably from like far from home oh he's great he's he's obviously amazing perfect perfect casting um and you know he's saying like spider-man is a menace wherever he goes like people die and shit happens and oh that was so so well done but at the same time i'm just like destroyed absolutely destroyed the fact that this movie made me feel that emotional is just crazy i never thought that was gonna happen um and then right afterwards we go from like complete like sadness to utter joy because i'm just gonna say this right now <sighs> what we thought was gonna happen happened freaking toby mcguire and andrew garfield are in this movie guys they're in this movie and they are not just a cameo they did just say hi guys and then for two minutes and then left the movie no they're in this thing for like the whole like last third of the movie they are like true supporting characters and my god did they do them justice. Especially, I'll get to Andrew Garfield. Damn, he... 
the redemption he had in this movie was just crazy. I never thought that I'd get to see him get that redemption. Well, first of all, seeing... First of all, the two of them on screen together, and like their entrances were like hilarious. Especially, especially Andrew coming in there, and Ned and MJ are just like, "What the? You're you're not our Peter." And then you know he's like, "I am Peter Parker," and they're like, "No, you're not." It was so funny, and then like MJ is like throwing bread at him. It's like, "Oh, do you have like your Peter Tingle?" It's like, "Yes, I have my Peter Tingle, but not for bread." It's so fun. It's like so funny, and then Toby comes in. He's just wearing like normal clothes, and like. <laughs> And, like, of course, they're like, you're not Spider-Man. Like, you're, you, there's, like, a line that, like, Andrew says to Toby. It's like, oh, like, are you gonna get into your suit or are you just gonna be, like, a youth pastor? Oh, my God, that was so funny. Just, I never thought that this moment would come seeing, like, the three Spider-Men together in one film. But it happened. And, like, it's literally insane. And these characters like you know these characters mean so much to us and over like the past like 20 years with these franchises we've grown to love them and just seeing them here just felt like such like a celebration of spider-man it really really like felt like that to me and oh, just my god it was it was hilarious just seeing them interact with each other they did the whole like you know, someone, I think, like, Ned called out, like, hey, Peter, and they're like, yeah, and they all responded, like, you know, the pointing meme, you know, the Spider-Man pointing meme, they did that, and, like, uh, and then I think the real role for the two, like, other Spider-Men, Toby and Andrew, was really to be Tom Holland's support, because after this, he's an absolute wreck, he is completely destroyed, he just lost his Aunt May, he doesn't know what the hell to do, and they're there because they've gone through similar stuff, they both lost, you know, their Uncle Ben's. Obviously, with Andrew, he lost Gwen. And, like, it's, like, he, they know. And they definitely try to comfort him at first. You know, Tom is like, no, like, don't try to relate to what I'm going through because you can't. And then they start talking about, you know, their personal experiences with loss and how they've dealt with it and how you have to keep moving on no matter what. You can't get rageful. If you get rageful, that's not the right thing. I think, like, Andrew even talks about, you know, kind of, I guess, what happened after The Amazing Spider-Man 2, how he got, like, violent and stuff. I'd love to see a movie about that. I think, well, Toby definitely was more brief he did mention stuff i feel like that's kind of like what he wanted to do i mean with andrew definitely he wanted to expand a little bit more i think it's definitely deserved out of him and they just comfort tom and like especially they can relate to the with great power comes great responsibility line that hits so hard when they when tom is saying like the first part and then like toby like continues it i'm like Oh my god. I my heart just like burst it out of my chest. Just hold this I mean, this whole thirty minutes of the film where they're all together is just like a fever dream. It doesn't seem real. Oh my god. And like later, like in the like later in that, that time frame, they're like in the lab, they're like just interacting with each other. I really wanted like uh Tom and Andrew to make fun of Toby's, like, organic webs. I was like, they have to do it. They have to, because they have to make webs on their own. And then they literally did it, and they talked about it so much in this film. And then, like, Toby's like, are you making fun of me? And he's like, no, it's just, like, a cool thing. Like, how do you make webs in your own body? Like, oh, my God, that was so funny. I love 
love that. And they're talking about some of the villains they faced. And, like, just these interactions were, like, hilarious. There's so many things I'm not even talking about that they were talking that they were talking about. Like, like Toby was back-bothering him, which is a reference to Spider-Man 2. And then, like, Andrew cracking. I was like, is this real? Like, is... Oh, my God, is this real? This can't be real. And, it's, like I said, there's, like, so many other things that I can't even remember right now. But it was just... They they weren't shoehorned in there. Obviously, it is nostalgia seeing, like, all the villains and then all the Spider-Men. But, like, it was done in such a right way, in such a natural way, where it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel weird. It felt perfect. And I couldn't believe it. Like, this is actually working? And, like, also, one moment I do have to talk about for just Andrew, Andrew Spider-Man in this. Holy shit. There is a moment you've probably seen in the trailer where MJ falls off of the scaffolding and Tom jumps off trying to save her. And then in the film, Goblin comes over and scoops Tom up. I'm like, no, you are not killing off MJ. And I'm like, no, no, this is not Gwen 2.0. Please no. And Andrew jumps and catches her with his own hands. And oh my god. That moment, I think for me, is my favorite in this whole movie. And then when he catches her, he's like, are you okay? And then she's like, yeah. And then she's like, are you okay? And you just see Andrew getting all emotional about it. I'm like, oh my god. Like, that was such such an, a, a special thing because it like kind of redeems Andrew, I guess you could say it, like, kind of ties up some loose ends on his character because at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, he's just, like, completely, completely, like, just emotionally destroyed. And seeing that scene with the payoff like that was incredible. It was just, oh my god. I couldn't even believe what I was watching. Um, (laughs) And then there's another scene where, like, literally Tom is beating the ever-loving shit out of Green Goblin, and he's about to stab him with the glider, which is how he died in in the original Spider-Man, and he's about to just do it, and then Toby stops him because he doesn't want the same thing to happen to Norman as it did in the first film because he didn't think he deserved to die. Um, And (laughs) Toby actually gets stabbed by Goblin. I was like, no, you are not killing him. You are no, no, no. Which he doesn't. He literally says, Andrew's like, are you alright? And he's like, yeah, I've been stabbed before. It's painful, but it's fine. I was like, oh my god. Like, there's just so many moments in this film. I'm like, did that just happen? What? What? (laughs) Oh my goodness. And the film ends on also, just to go to, which is, honestly, I, I should just wrap this up at this point. I've been talking for over 20 minutes. The film ends with Peter going to Strange, and he's like, listen, you know, they're all coming here because of me. What if everyone forgot who I was? Like, even the people that I, that I know personally that love me. And Doctor Strange is like, really? He's like, yeah. And that decision although very sad, is such a selfless one, and that's a very, very Peter Parker thing to do. And he does it. Everyone forgets about him. Literally, even Ned and MJ. Everyone. And it's very heartbreaking, because now he kind of has to start over with stuff, but at the same time, that kind of 
introduces us to like you know the, the poor Peter Parker like living in an apartment with like trying to pay his rent with no money and he's listening to the police scanners and like and then there's a scene where he tries to go to talk to MJ obviously MJ doesn't remember anything and he's about to say something and he doesn't he just lets it be as sad as that was it made sense it made so much sense and oh I I I mean that was as much as sad as the ending was it made perfect sense and it introduces us to like the future of this character about now he's really on his own and he has to do everything by himself which is what people wanted this is like more of like a true spider-man and I really can't wait to see what they do with Tom's Peter in the future which we know they're making more movies they have to at this point because this movie has made so much money it's one of the highest grossing movies of all time of course they have to and I am just so excited to see what they're going to do with it because there's so much potential so much potential guys like this movie I can't even get I you know I did, did I even mention that Matt Murdock's in this thing uh Daredevil yeah he's literally Peter's lawyer I didn't even mention that. There's just, like, so many things. I could go on for hours and hours and hours just explaining how amazing this film is. And, like, I can't even believe that it's a real thing. That they managed to pull off a multiverse movie without it being overstuffed. Without it being, you know, weird and, like, cringy or anything. Like, no. It's not a perfect movie, but it's, like, honestly, it's close perfect for me. I just, I loved it so much. There was so much heart and care put into this movie and like how it really just feels so much like a a real real spider-man movie and they completely accomplished that and i just want to watch this thing over and over and over i can't can't wait till it comes out on like dvd and streaming because i i just want to watch it and one thing that i would recommend is before you go watch this film i would definitely recommend recommend that you watch the rest of the spider-man movies because there is so much, so many references in this movie to those old films that you, if you haven't seen them, you might not understand. You could still watch it, but it really won't be as special. So I recommend definitely go watch the other Spider-Man movies. And this experience for you, for you will be really, really special. Alright, and that's it. That's my review of Spider-Man No Way Home. I feel like this review was very choppy, and there's definitely things I didn't talk about. I'm probably skipping over, like, so many things, but I feel like I really talked about the main things that I wanted to get out of the way that felt, like, really special to me. And, yeah, that's basically it. I hope you enjoyed this review, and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.